everybody. Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays. Today, I'm going to do something unusual. I'm actually going to do a Wisdom Wednesday on the podcast that I did last week because I think it is such an important podcast, the one by Professor Richard Johnson on fructose and the impact on the human body. And I've actually been asked by a number of guests have reached out and said, hey, can you give us the big takeouts from this? So a couple of things um, as a little reminder, uh, his research and his research team, um, they have shown that that particularly fructose um, is very damaging to human health when it's eaten in large amounts. And when I say large amounts, that's anything over what you would typically find in one or two pieces of fruit. And it's not the fruit in fructose that's the issue, as he did state in the podcast, but it's the amount of fructose that is in the food chain um, in the form of high fructose corn syrup, but also in the form of just table sugar. Because remember that table sugar is 50% glucose and 50% fructose. So the major driver of this is ultra-processed foods and drinks. So obviously soft drinks and fruit juices, they're going to give you the biggest amount of fructose. So making sure that you just don't drink soft drinks and don't drink your fruit. I've always said that. And just be aware about smoothies that are full of fruit because often they put syrup in them as well. Um, And then when it comes to um, the biggest sources of ultra-processed food, If we look at the data from the US, from Australia, from New Zealand, we see that supermarket breads are the biggest source of ultra-processed food, followed by things like prepackaged meals and breakfast cereals. Um, Now, it's not necessarily that they have a lot of fructose in them. Certainly, supermarket bread wouldn't have a lot of fructose. A lot of breakfast cereals will have either high fructose corn syrup or they'll have lots of table sugar in them, um, which obviously that means a lot of fructose. And then when you get these prepackaged meals and sauces and things like that, um, they will tend to have high fructose corn syrup or just a lot of sugar in them, as obviously will things like confectionery and ice cream and cakes and pastries and all of those sorts of things. But then, so so remembering that, remembering to just minimize your consumption of ultra-processed foods, I think is the, is the single biggest thing because that it's the rise in the consumption of ultra-processed foods that has driven this big increase that we're seeing on obesity and diabetes and now Alzheimer's disease. And, and remembering that um, Richard Johnson's research showed that actually fructose can get into the brain and 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 trigger um, the the cascade that causes Alzheimer's disease, in his opinion. And I think it's it's pretty solid research. Um, now, separately to that, remember that he also said that the human body can create fructose um, from any type of carbohydrate. So any type of carbohydrate that you eat is broken down into glucose and through the polyol path- pathway, it creates fructose um, just out of any form of glucose. And it happens in the brain as well, which is where it, it triggers that that drive for Alzheimer's disease. So particularly if you are overweight or you've got high blood sugar, you're concerned about Alzheimer's disease, um, I would certainly be recommended. As Richard said in the podcast, he said that the the high the sorry, the low carb people 
and um, they they win in t- in his view in terms of the diet wars because if you're just having low carbohydrate you're unlikely to have a lot of of fructose directly into your diet or indirectly through glucose and then um, you will minimize the activation of this polyol pathway um, and and minimize the creation of fructose in the body. So it's things like minimizing your consumption, particularly of supermarket breads, um, you know, for your kids rather than giving them sandwiches or, or eating sandwiches yourself. Um, to use wraps, I find particularly the mountain bread wraps tend to be the best ones. And then it's just minimizing your consumption of things like rice, um, the high carbohydrate breakfast cereals, um, um, supermarket breads. I think I said the pasta um, and the potatoes, sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are better than potatoes. So, so you can look up um, lower uh, carbohydrate potatoes and particularly lower GI potatoes. Um, but, but rice tends to be a lot worse than potatoes. And then it's like switching to low carbohydrate breads or wraps, um, but also switching to low carbohydrate versions of pasta um, or using things like mung bean pasta, which is actually quite tasty. We use it in our house uh, and, and other things like that. And then obviously it's minimizing the amount of of treats that you're having that high sugary treats. Um, you know, if you like chocolate as I do, um, switch to dark chocolate, 85%. And for those who go, oh, I really don't like dark chocolate. I actually switched years ago by just consuming dark chocolate for a week. And, and you'll find that you will adapt to it very quickly. And then milk chocolate will just be way too sweet. So hopefully that gives you a bit of a steer about some diet tweaks that you can make. And I think um, the, the more weight, excess weight that you have or, or the higher your blood sugar, I think the harder you should go. But also, I would say just look out in the coming weeks because me and Carly are about to run a course that will detail, go through all of this in detail uh, and we'll have an app and have a program about losing the excess baggage. And when we say the excess baggage, um, this course is about losing both physical baggage and mental baggage. So stand by for that one because it's going to be the most comprehensive course out there. But this should certainly give you enough to go on in the interim. Catch you next time.